The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building resilience. Talking trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Keep the conversation going. Director assistant. Call Radio Tony. Hello. 561 623 9421 on W4 WN Radio Guest Skype. Good evening, America. Hello, Australia. It's Radio Tony with your host, Tony Lontis. Today, we're broadcasting live from a different spot on the Gold Coast. Our home in Talabudra is without electricity this morning, which is making things a little bit flustered for myself. Um, hi to Rebel um, and welcome back to everyone listening. If you'd like to follow me on social media, it's uh, Tony Lontis and Facebook and on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, it's Tony M. Lontis and on Instagram, it's Tony M. Lontis. Uh, today we have a wonderful guest joining us. Um, Joyce Short is the Consent Crusader and uh, she will be uh, joining us later today. But before we talk to Joyce, we'll just go over some world news. So in India, they're having an election like no other. Those eligible to vote in India's upcoming polls represent more than 10% of this world's population. 10% of the world's population. And they will take part in the largest democratic exercise in history. India is the world's largest democracy. And while they are in charge, India's uh, economy is likely to overtake the United Kingdom's and become the world's fifth largest. Its population, meanwhile, of more than 1.34 billion people is predicted to soon surpass China's at 1.39 billion. That's a lot of people. Um, major concerns for this election include unemployment um, and millions of farmers are angry about low crop prices. Um, the nuclear armed country engages with the outside world is a major consideration for all of us. Um, it manages a tricky relationship with its neighbour, Pakistan, and it is of immense importance for international security. Because of the enormous number of election officials and the security personnel involved in the voting, it takes place in seven stages between the 11th of April and the 19th of May. Votes will be counted on the 23rd of May and results expected on the same day. It's a lot of votes to count. Meanwhile, Australians will vote in the general election on the 18th of May. Uh, the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, announced yesterday the poll would decide whether the Conservative government wins for a third term or is replaced by the Labor administration led by Bill Shorten. 
All 150 seats of the House of Representatives will be contested and half of the 76 seats of the Senate. The election is expected to be hotly contested in areas including climate change and economy. Um, the election will be based on Australians uh, and how we live. Um, and there are a few key things, including climate, climate change, that Australians are all interested in. In Australia also, the first delivery service was launched in Australia after a few years of test flights. Uh, the parent company of Wing um, delivered takeaway food and coffee and medicines by drone to about 100 homes in America, 100 homes in Canberra. Um, it's been testing the drones in Australia since 2014, but many residents had complained about the noise. The company Wing said the feedback obtained during the trials was very, very valuable and hoped to continue the dialogue. Australia's Aviation Authority gave Wing permission to launch a commercial service after examining its safety records and operational plans. It judged the company posed no risk to residents or other aircraft. So I'm guessing that we'll see uh, drones delivering food in Australia very shortly. The Australian man accused of shooting 50 worshippers in the Christchurch Mosque has been charged. Um, and a listener is just saying, yes, the drones do make noise, but apparently the company Wing has been looking at how to diminish the noise from the drones. So let's hope they do that before it's formally brought into place in Australia. Uh, the Australian man accused of shooting 50 worshippers in Christchurch Mosque has been charged with 50 murders and 39 attempted murders. Police have announced that fresh charges against the terrorists, who is due to appear in the High Court of Christchurch tomorrow. They said that some of the charges are still under consideration. The 28-year-old first appeared in district court on the 16th of March, um, when on the 15th of March he killed 50 people in the Al Noor Mosque and the Linwood Islamic Centre. Um, in the United Kingdom, Theresa May is waiting to hear the decision of the other 27 EU leaders who are discussing her request for a short delay in Brexit. The PM wants to know the UK's exit date before June 30, but the leaders are split over the length of the delay. The Brexit saga continues to drag on and on, and 17 member states so far in favour of a long extension, including Germany, while France France wants a shorter delay. All the leaders have spoken and had a break and uh, they will now speak each for a second time. The EU member state that they need to reach a unanimous decision by law. In Latin America, hundreds of Hondurians have gathered in the city of San Pedro Sulo from where they plan to begin a journey of more than 4,000 kilometres to the US. Almost a 1,000 people, police say, gathered at the bus terminal after news of a new migrant caravan spread. The migrants travel in large groups of safety to avoid being robbed, kidnapped, killed by Mexican gangs on the way. Thousands of migrants have made their way north with previous caravans remaining stranded at the Mexican-US border. The migrants on the border, who are mainly from Central America, are awaiting US asylum hear hearings. U.S. President Donald Trump has railed against the growing number of migrants coming to the U.S. via Mexico and call, has called on the latter to stop the caravans. In the Middle East, uh, Israeli PM Benjamin Netanyahu looks all but certain to stay in office after a record 
fifth term of his biggest uh, over his biggest election challenger, Benny Gantz. Um, almost all votes are counted. Both men's parties are neck and neck, but a coalition between Mr. Netanyahu's um, smaller right-wing and religious parties should form a 65-seat majority in the 125-seat nestle. US President Donald Trump has already offered his congratulations. Um, Mr Netanyahu said that though they didn't win this round, um, though they've won this round, he is glad to be back in power. An FBI investigation into a dismantled $1 billion Medicare fraud scheme, one of the largest in its history, has been announced. Two dozen people, including doctors and owners of medical equipment companies, face charges of scamming disabled and elderly patients. What a sad indictment on our civilization when those in power can scam the disabled and elderly patients. Doctors receive kickbacks by peddling unnecessary back, shoulder, wrist and knee braces, authorities said. The gains were allegedly used to purchase exotic cars, yachts and homes. That just makes it worse. Authorities said the global conspiracy involved bribes paid to call centres in the Philippines and throughout Latin America. The investigation has been called Operation Brace Yourself. Durable medical equipment companies provided kickbacks to those telemarketing companies which advised to Medicare beneficiaries and upsold them to accept several DME braces regardless of need. The telemarkers have allegedly encouraged patients to contact doctors by phone or video call in order to maximise efficiency. Doctors involved in the scam were then paid to provide bogus prescriptions for braces despite having never met the patients in person. Two shipping companies indicted in the investigation uh, would allegedly ship low-cost braces made in China to patients as the DME companies fraudulently billed Medicare for the cost. Again, what an appalling state where our powerful doctors and medical staff peddle their unnecessary wares to disabled and elderly patients. So before we go much further, I would like to talk today about um, our guest, Joyce Smart, uh, Joyce Short, rather. Uh, Joyce is known as the Consent Crusader. She's a sexual assault survivor and a TEDx presenter. And she's the author of several books on sexual assault with her most recent release, Your Consent, The Key to Conquering, Conquering Sexual Assault, has helped create rape law bills in two states and counting. It provides a meaningful solution to the issues raised in Me Too, and it's currently available on Amazon. So after the break and our short song, we'll join you with Joyce. Radio Tony. On W4WN, a platform for the unheard. You tell me it gets better 
It gets better in time You say to pull myself together Pull it together You'll be fine Tell me what the hell do you know What do you know Tell me how the hell could you know How could you know Till it happens to you conversation going on the suppressed social and moral issues. This is Radio Tony on W4WN. Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty is the new book from Australian author Tony Lontis. Available in paper, ebook, and audiobook formats, Resilience is the true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues, and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Exposing moral issues you may have dealt with too. Read how hope and happiness triumph in her life. Available at Amazon.com and all good online retailers. Keep the conversation going. Directory assistance. Call Radio Tony. Hello. 561-623-9421. On W4WN Radio Guest Skype. I'm sorry, everyone. We're having a few technical difficulties today. I might... uh, You there, Joyce? I am. 
Oh, wonderful. That's so fantastic. We've had a few technical difficulties this morning. I haven't had electricity at my home, so I've had to come into town to try and connect to radio today. Oh so I'm terribly sorry. I'm so glad to have you here. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm good. I've been so excited about this interview all week, and I'm sorry we've had a little bit of a rough start. Um, no problem. Are we on air? We are on air right now. Fantastic. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for going through all this trouble and effort. Oh, it's no problem at all. It's it's always going to be a challenge trying to connect to Louisiana, Australia, and uh, New York. <laughs> but we've done it, and I'm so glad to have you here. So what have you been up to this week, Joyce? Well, you know, a lot of things. Um, uh, I've been working with uh, some folks in Texas, and I want to give a big shout-out to them, to Deborah and uh, Maureen, who've been really hard at work uh, trying to move our, move our effort forward to get consent uh, defined correctly in the laws of Texas. Actually, Texas has a definition for consent. They just don't use it for sexual assault, as bizarre as oh, that really? seems. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really pretty odd. Uh, in fact, uh, we've had um, boots on the ground there going to the precincts uh, in an effort to report a couple of cases. Uh, we went to five different precincts, and uh, they were told the same thing. Uh, consent doesn't, doesn't matter in, in sexual conduct in the state of Texas. That's not what they base uh, rape on. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so concerning. Yeah, that's one of the... It's very, very bizarre, uh, and uh, some other initiatives. I'm working with uh, uh, someone who was raped here in New York uh, and yes. is a student at Baruch University. Yes. Uh, and it, it's also another bizarre uh, incident that because it's with the university, it's under Title IX, and we're having difficulty getting the folks at Title IX to be responsive. The, so can you tell our uh, listeners what Title IX means? Uh, here in New York, Title IX, uh, or here in, in the United States, Title IX is the uh, division in the school that deals with issues having to do with equality for women. Right. And title, or I should say equality for everyone, not just yes. for women, but for women mm. and men. And when there are uh, cases of abuse or cases of misconduct, uh, they're handled yeah. under the Title IX office. So, uh, so that's so another. Does that mean yeah. that the police get involved, or or they the have? The police like, can in, get in. Right. The police can get involved if the if the person reports the incident to the police. Uh, the uh, the school, however also can get involved and will get involved. In fact, they're usually the first responders if something transpires on the college campus itself, then right. it's often the, uh, the campus police that, that actually respond, depending on where the university is located. But right. the Title IX people are, are there to make sure that the school does what they're supposed to be doing in regard uh-huh. to protecting their students. Right. So across the U.S., um, why, do, why do you have so many differing laws on sexual assault 
it seems to vary from state to state. Is that correct, Joyce? It, it is correct, and it's also correct for Australia, Tony. Ah, uh, I wondered. Yeah, you have common law in Australia. Your laws are actually a little bit better than here in the United States. In your common yeah. law, which is your federal law, you have a consent yeah. definition. Uh, it's actually just a partial definition. It's not completely correct, nor is it good English. Um, okay. Your consent definition states that consent is free and voluntary agreement. Yes. That's only partial. partial that's only really a partial statement about consent. Consent is, um, first of all, that concept of free agreement. What is free agreement? There's no such thing yes. as free agreement. There's yeah. freely given agreement. Yes, it's missing. And given, so they kind it? of left that, yeah, they've, they've left that word out, which is kind of odd. But it's freely given and voluntary agreement. Uh, would be the correct way for the state of uh, the the federal code in Australia to express it. However, yes. they're missing something that's equally important. It not only has to be freely given, but it has to be knowledgeable and informed. Uh, you have yes. to know when you're agreeing the facts concerning yes. what you're agreeing to. And yeah. if you don't know the facts, then you can't be consenting. You can be assenting which means agreeing on the face of it, yes. uh, but you can't be consenting because um, you're, you're not cognizant of what the facts are and therefore you can't make an enlightened decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, so essentially... Uh, Sorry, Joyce. In, in <laughs> Australia, no, no problem. In Australia, um, the states also uh, are very involved in determining what sexual assault is, and that varies from state to state as well. The state that mm. is uh, known as the toughest on sexual assault is New South Wales. Uh -huh. in, South, in New South Wales, I'm sorry, the, the strictest is Tasmania uh, because yes. they require active consent where the parties uh -huh. must say or do something that communicates consent Yes. But the problem with that is, even if you're communicating consent, if you're not knowledgeable inform or informed, or if you're being coerced or you're being forced, yes. you could be giving active consent. Yeah, do it and get it over with. Yes, <laughs> but yes. uh, that doesn't really constitute consent. Uh, That's and right. in New South Wales, yeah, in New South Wales, they just passed recently a law that says, that you must say yes out loud. So they're looking, at, they're looking at consent in a very peculiar way. They're really not looking at consent for what consent is. They're only looking at that you should be expressing consent. But if they're not properly defining what consent is, what good does that do? So if you're not freely giving knowledgeable and informed agreement, yeah. then... Even though you say yes out loud, if you're being tricked into saying yes, or if you're being yeah. coerced into saying yes, or if you're being forced into saying yes, then that shouldn't constitute consent under, under the laws in any state or jurisdiction. Yeah. So, Joyce, one of our listeners is asking, um, are we talking about needing a contract or something? And I'm... No. I, no, we're not I get talking that all about, the time. <laughs> yeah, 
We're not talking about needing no, a contract. Kind of, but, no, that's um, just kind of silliness. Yeah. So another listener is asking, um, what if uh, for, we're forced to say yes out loud? It's still forced though, isn't it? That's still not consent. You're being, you're being, I should say you're being expected to say, I, I don't know that if you're being forced to say consent out loud, then you're not consenting. Right. No, that's you're, right. You're, you're being forced. forced. You're not no freely consent. giving, right. You're, if you're being forced to do something, you're not freely giving agreement. That's correct. And it's about freely giving, isn't it? Correct. It is, absolutely. Consent. It's about um, feeling so, not only agreement, but, but knowledgeable and informed agreement. Yeah, which can't happen if you're being forced to do something. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And there's precedent for it. Model Penal Code. Now, you in Australia have what's yeah. called Model Criminal Code. Here mm -hmm. in the United States, we have model penal code i guess they decided oh. they didn't want to look like copycats <laughs> so okay. it's basically the same thing it, uh, it and basically. under model penal yeah and under model penal code uh, it has a consent provision because keep in mind if you're if you're stating what something is not then you're really not defining it so mm -hmm. in Information that is out there identifying what consent is not is not a definition of consent. It's a provision. And under model penal code, it says that consent is ineffective. That means what it's not. Mm -hmm. If it's induced by force, duress, or deception. Yeah, yeah. I like so the word turn, deception. It, yes. Now, if you turn that around to the positive so that you could actually have a definition that's how you come up with it's freely given knowledgeable and informed agreement because if it's induced by force, then it's yeah. not freely given. If you're under no. duress and being coerced, then yes. your agreement is not freely given. And if you're not yeah. knowledgeable or informed, then, uh, you know, then, then that falls under deception. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're being deceived, you you can't be knowledgeable and informed. Yeah. So stating that consent is freely given, knowledgeable and informed agreement is just the turnaround. It's the positive way of stating model penal code, which states it in the negative. Consent is ineffective yeah. if induced by force, duress, or deception. So you've now been the other. I'm sorry. So you've been successful in changing that wording to your wording, freely given, knowledgeable consent? At this point, we're trying to make that happen, but yeah. we haven't succeeded in making it happen yet. Okay. And unfortunately, there are, there are a couple of laws that I've been involved in um, moving forward recently, one of them in the state of Indiana, one of them in the state of uh, South Carolina, which really just kind of piggybacked off of the incident that happened in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw my TED Talk. Yes, yes. Okay, so the first case in my TED Talk is about a young man by the name of Donald Ward who yes. tricked someone into thinking that he was, uh, he was her boyfriend. 
The room was dark. Oh, yes, yes, yes. When she went to sleep, her boyfriend's arms were around her. Yes. He had climbed in bed with her. It was a bunk bed. Yes. And they fell asleep together. And actually, she fell asleep. He didn't fall asleep. And he was uncomfortable. She, her dorm room was actually down the hall from him. And so yes. he got out of bed and went down the hall to her room so that he could sleep comfortably without disturbing yeah. her. So right. she was asleep. He didn't want to wake her up and send her down to her room. He went down there himself. Yes. And, um, and then the next thing she knows, someone is uh, groping her breast. And, of course, she thinks that it's her boyfriend Jeez. because ah. when she fell asleep, there yes. was a boyfriend right there with her. And yeah. then that hand travels down her torso into her panties uh, yeah. and engages her in sex. She yeah. gets out of the bed in order to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And when she comes back, she, she sees Donald Ward looking down at her from, uh, from, the, um, uh, from the bed. And he's smiling. <sighs> and she looks up at him and she's just kind of bewildered. She doesn't get what's going on. Why is yeah. this? Why is, you know, Donald Grant Ward uh, in, in the bed that she just left? So yeah. uh, in her kind of bewildered state, she decided she's just going to go down to her room. And when she walked yeah. into her room, she found her boyfriend asleep in her bed. Oh, my God. And so uh, the boyfriend yes. and uh, she and her boyfriend went down to the room and Grant Ward was still there. And... Uh, the boyfriend confronted him and said, what, what did you do? And uh, he admitted to what he had done. Uh, he <gasps> knew that he had tricked her. He knew that he, you know, he intended to trick her. He knew that he was tricking her. And he admitted to what he had done. And they called the police. And he admitted it to the police as well. The police arrested him for rape. Absolutely. And in the state of... Yeah, in the state of Indiana, and he was tried, and he was acquitted, <gasps> because in the state of Indiana, they have no definition of consent, and uh, uh, they have no uh, no rape by deception law. Oh, so, in the state of Indiana, he was acquitted. Not only was he acquitted, but his uh, his background, his criminal record, was expunged which means it's no longer in existence. So there is absolutely no criminal record for this man. And uh, I was working very closely with the, uh, uh, the Honorable Sally Segrist, who yes. is the state representative. And she's the, um, uh, in the uh, House of Representatives for Indiana. And she was really very adamant about wanting to pass a law. But unfortunately... The reason that we have this problem is yes. that legislators are loath to get involved. They're yes. really loath. Everybody knows. I mean, I don't think that it's rocket science to know no. that freely given, knowledgeable, and informed agreement is the definition of consent. I think it's just yeah. common sense, really. Uh, yeah. and, and yet, in the state of Texas, uh, where Maureen and Deborah are, uh, they'll yeah. apply consent to stealing your oil rights, they'll apply yeah. consent to stealing your cattle, but will they apply consent to protecting the sexual sanctity 
of the people in their state. And I say people instead of women, because in reality, women and men can both be sexually assaulted. Correct. And they not only have to protect women, they have to protect men as well. Yes. Yes. And one of the reasons that you find that they don't that they don't step up and do this is because they're afraid they're going to lose votes. Yeah. It's a sad state when votes are more important than uh, people's rights. Exactly. We don't have legislators that have the guts to stand up and do the right thing. And yeah. until we do, uh, we're going to continue having sexual assault. Yes. Uh, I, yes. I uh, saw a statistic that um, I think you had uh, 13,000 rape incidents in New South Wales yes. in the last yes. 12 months. Yeah, that's the number and I've yet, got down. Yeah, in Australia, uh, there actually have been cases of rape by uh, rape by fraud. Now, what yes. uh, Donald Ward did is considered rape by fraud or rape by impersonation. Yes. And there was, back in 2015, there was a case of rape by fraud where the man was actually convicted and sentenced to four years. Actually, yeah. it was closer to five years. Yeah. Uh, and he had pretended to be a woman on the Internet. I believe it was through wow. Facebook. And he met somebody who he pretended uh, that he pretended that he was a woman too. And this fellow wanted to have sex with this woman. And the woman, this fictitious woman, told him, well, in order to have sex with me, I want you to do me a favor and have sex with this guy. Yeah. Who, I don't remember what sob story she gave him, but, you know, was unable yeah. to attract uh, people, whatever. Uh, and then I'll have sex with you. And so the fellow did as she asked, and then, lo and behold, found out that there was no person uh, that that, uh, he was talking, there was no female person that he was talking to. He was talking to the person that she wanted him to have sex with. And so he went to the authorities, and they they convicted uh, the fellow who had scammed him whose name is uh, Billy Tamawiwi. Yeah. And uh, it was a, a very important case in, in Australia. Uh, and they, you know, were very, very adamant that, uh, that lying for sexual intercourse is not consent. Correct. So, yeah, and, and that was in the Australian capital de- uh, territory in, in Canberra. Canberra, yeah. yeah. Joyce, I'm just going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, um, I've got one more question, and then we might be just out of time. So just bear with me while we go on a break. Thanks. Radio Tony, difficult conversations, and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia, on W4WN. Join Tony Londis, author of Resilience, Memoir of a Broken Little Girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty on the Women for Women Network. Radio Tony uncovers and exposes the social and moral issues of our time, bringing social consciousness to the airwaves. You're not alone with secrets. Let's talk trauma and resilience. Radio Tony is your safe space for these tough conversations. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia, Thursday evenings from 7pm Eastern Standard Time on W4WN. Keeping the conversation going on the suppressed social and moral issues. This is Radio Tony on W4WN. And we're back. Hi, Joyce. Um, I've got another question here. 
Um, Joyce, for our listeners who have only just joined us, I'm talking to Joyce Short, who is a consent crusader, and I've got another question for her. So it's about the um, will the Me Too and Time's Up movements make a difference, do you think, Joyce? Well, I think that they've done a great deal. Can you hear me because I'm getting a little um, kind of pushback on the line? I can hear you beautifully. Yeah, I can hear you beautifully. So the Me Too and Time's Up movements have really uh, focused a glaring light on sexual assault, but we need a solution. Uh, Me Too raises the concern, raises the issue. Uh, We have a lot of stories that have come forward that I think have raised awareness that sexual assault is a much bigger problem than we ever uh, than we ever realize. But there a movement in need in need of a yeah, yes, some of us have realized it. Um, yeah. But yes, we need a solution, and I believe that con- defining consent properly in our laws is the critical key uh, to that solution. Yeah. I agree that it's definitely a key to having very clear wording around consent um, and making yeah. that public knowledge is absolutely necessary. Right. Um, and there are a few things that I think your listeners can actually do in order to help. Yes. And to, and, and to help consent awareness uh, yes. get laws in place in order to move this issue forward. Uh, one of them is I hope that everyone will, read my, uh, will, will uh, watch my TED Talk. Uh, the name yes. of it is uh, When Yes Means No, the, key, uh, the, um, the, truth, about con- the truth About Consent. Uh, and also I've written a book that has been released recently. In fact, yes. it's currently considered number one on Amazon for um, law dictionaries and terminology for new releases, That's which fantastic. I doubt that they get a lot of Joyce. new releases. So <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, fantastic that it's number one news. for the moment, but yeah. it's a very I'm small going to genre. Put, um, I'll put the links for the listeners up in the chat box um, at the end of the show so that you can all uh, get on and see those very important TED Talks that and the link wonderful. to Joyce's yeah. book as well because it's very important, very timely that we have both, this information. Both um, the TED Talk and, and, my, um, and my book were influential in getting the laws uh, submitted in Indiana. And uh, I think that if more legislators read it, more, more uh, you know, lay people read it and understood it and contacted their legislators, I believe that we could get this law, the, this yes. understanding into law uh, throughout the world, I hope, yeah. uh, because I think that it's absolutely essential that we clearly define the consent as freely given, knowledgeable and informed agreement. And the yes. other thing that uh, that your listeners can do, we're actually um, uh, consent awareness, which is my my um, blog, uh, has uh, created very a uh, a song contest. So uh, we're calling it a uh, put consent to music contest, yes. and everyone can just get on my uh, web page, which is consentawareness.net. And just click on the song contest and see the and see the guidelines for it. And I hope that we can get the whole world singing about consent, because I think that that would do wonders to get this to get this message across in the world. Definitely, definitely. I've got one more question: um, the Harvey Weinstein case. How do you think that's going to go? 
Well, I hope it goes well, that's for sure. What's that? Do you think you'll get off? Uh, The laws in New York are kind of peculiar. Uh But we do have likelihood of, uh, based on coercion. Yes. uh, Coercion is is a fundamental way in which a person can be sexually assaulted in New York. Yes. Yeah. And uh, using a power differential to coerce people, uh, I believe, will be seen as coercion under the law. So I'm very hopeful that he'll be uh, that that he'll be convicted. Now, they're convicting. They're looking for a conviction really on a higher level of uh, or a higher degree of seriousness to the crime uh, because he's done this to more than one person. And so it becomes actually a crime that could get him a life sentence. Good. So it depends. Yeah, it depends on how many cases come forward. Uh, There there were three originally. There are two now. I don't know whether that would be seen uh, uh, under the uh, the higher uh, the higher type of crime. But I yeah. hope that they will, at the very least, find him guilty of uh, sexual assault by coercion. Yeah. Can because you quickly explain? He did, no. Can you quickly explain to our listeners what you mean by power differential? A power differential is when you're concerned about what this person can do to you because they are, have a higher authority, such yeah. as your employer a teacher at school, uh, someone that can uh, make a difference in your life that, uh, you know, you would, you would be hard-pressed to say no to that person. Incest is a form of power differential. When you're a child uh, and um, your uh, father molests you, um, you know, there's just no easy way to say no or to get it definitely a power differential. Harvey Weinstein was a very powerful producer. He could destroy people's careers. uh, And for that reason, uh, he misused that power differential in order to, uh, in order to conduct sex. He wasn't seducing these people. He was sexually assaulting them. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Um, So, Just quickly, I know that you've been working with the legislators in South Carolina and Indiana, and you've had two recent bills. Can you tell us about them quickly, Joyce? The bills in Indiana and South Carolina were submitted by, obviously, by different people. In uh, in Indiana, uh, one of the bills was specifically to... uh, to prohibit the behavior of that uh, Donald Ward conducted. The other yes. one was to define consent. However, the bill that was introduced to define consent was patterned after the bill, uh, the legislature here in New York and the legislature yes. here in New York would not convict uh, Donald Ward any more than they convicted him that they you know, any more than he would be convicted in Indiana. So it doesn't do any good to, uh, for, the, for the bill on consent that was introduced to get passed. Uh, 
They need a better bill. They they need a better bill. They need a better definition of consent. The one that they're using is inappropriate for for uh, for handling the crime that was committed in Indiana. Now, in South Carolina, uh, Mm -hmm. they also uh, submitted a bill on rape by fraud. However, there are two kinds of rape by fraud. One is considered fraud in the factum, and that's when you're deceived about the nature of the act itself. So what Larry, uh, what Larry Nasser did uh, to the gymnastics, the uh, young ladies that were in the U.S. women's gymnastics team, uh, he yeah. pretended that what he was doing was medically necessary, and it wasn't. Um, so that would come under uh, fraud in the, in the factum. Uh, right. If, in fact, he inserted something, he claimed that he would insert something that was a medical instrument and inserted his man parts instead, that also would be yeah. a fraud in the factum. Fraud yeah. in the inducement is what, um, is what uh, Donald Ward conducted. He deceived yeah. people about the actor, not the uh-huh. action itself. So deceiving yeah. a person about the actor is considered fraud in the inducement. The bill yeah. in South Carolina that was submitted was actually a fraud in the factum bill, not yeah. a fraud in the inducement bill. So I've had a mm-hmm. discussion with a legislator in South Carolina, and I believe that, that there will be some amendments that are, will be made to that bill before it actually um, gets passed. We have, I believe, until May 15th, I think, or May yeah. 18th, is yeah. the date that the readings have to be done on the floor of the South Carolina uh, House of Representatives in order yeah. to move that legislature along. Well, thank and you, so Joyce. We're just, about, we have time. Um, we're just about out of time, my dear. It's been lovely talking to you, and I think I'd like to have you on my program again once um, I move to our two-hour time slot because there's just so much more that I would like to discuss in this realm of um, consent and sexual assault and how the listeners can be involved. So thank you very much for coming on my show. Um, I will um, be talking to you again, no doubt. Um, And next week is uh, falls on April Friday in Australia. So I'm going to uh, pre-record my show for next week. Um, And at the moment, I'll just uh, let you know that um, after that, I've got some great, uh, following our Easter break, we've got some great guests coming up. And um, just a big thank you to Joyce, despite having our uh, issues of uh, connectivity. Um, I will put yeah, all the Joyce. Thank you. It's been wonderful having you, Joyce, and I'll put those contact details up on our uh, Women for Women uh, chat site so that people can see and uh, contact Joyce and see the wonderful work that she does. Um, in the US and hopefully we might be able to work together to do something uh, in Australia and help change those laws. They're very important. Um, So thank you very much, Joyce. Um, I'll talk to you uh, soon. Thank you, Tony. Sincerely. Bye, Joyce. Bye-bye now. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. A platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, 
memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio 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 Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mom!